Welcome to the Endpoints Podcast from the ALS Therapy Development Institute. I'm Jonathan Gang. The complement system is an intriguing potential pathway for treating ALS. It's an essential part of the immune system, and many researchers believe its dysregulation could play a role in some cases of ALS. A class of drugs known as complement inhibitors seek to treat ALS by targeting certain proteins that are part of the complement system, which is also known as the complement cascade. On endpoints, we've previously discussed one complement inhibitor that's in trials as a treatment for ALS, Alexion's ravulizumab. Today, we're looking at another potential target, pegcetacopalin, a C3 inhibitor that's currently in a phase 2 trial for ALS, sponsored by the company Apellis. Today, we're joined by some of Apellis's team to explain how the company got involved in ALS, the science behind pegcetacopalin, and what you can expect if you or a loved one is interested in participating in the trial. First, here's Elizabeth Maya, Apellis' Director of Patient Advocacy, to introduce us to the company and how they got involved in ALS. Apellis was founded in Crestwood, Kentucky in 2019 by a small group of scientists, um, including a physician scientist, Cedric Francois, who is our CEO. It really started with the ambition to become the first company to develop a targeted C3 therapy for individuals living with serious diseases driven by complement. I know that we're going to plan to do a deeper dive into complement and C3 later in the podcast, but at that time, controlling C3 was something that was viewed as scientifically difficult or really even impossible. But our founders recognized that there was really a significant unmet need for people living with complement-driven diseases. You know, what I think a lot of people don't realize about Apellis is despite now being located in Waltham, Massachusetts, just outside of Boston, we still carry a lot of our Kentucky roots. For instance, our clinical trials all involved a Kentucky Derby theme um, with the Derby-inspired names and horses making an appearance in our clinical trial logos. Meridian, um, which is our name for our ALS clinical trial, was actually named for an American thoroughbred resource who won the 1911 Kentucky Derby. Meridian set a new record by running one and a quarter miles in two minutes and five seconds um, compared to the previous record set in 1900 at two minutes and six and a quarter seconds. So the name really reminds us on a daily basis that every second matters in ALS. But really, Apellis became involved in ALS because we realized what a devastating condition ALS is and the incredible unmet need that still exists in this community. More than 10 years after our founding, the concept of targeting C3 has been validated with positive phase 3 data and a recent FDA approval in another condition called paroxysmal nocturnal hemoglobinuria, or PNH for short, which is a rare blood disease. So given these results, we believe that we're just really scratching the surface of the potential of C3, and we hope that Pegcetacoplin can also bring benefit to several other serious rare conditions, including ALS. But what exactly is C3, and why focus on this particular part of the complement system? Dr. Scott Baver, Apellis' Senior Director of Medical Affairs, joined us to explain C3's function in the immune system and why regulating it could be helpful for ALS and other diseases. The complement system is a part of our immune system that is designed to attack foreign invaders such as bacteria and abnormal cells of our body. 
It does so by setting off a cascade of proteins that interact with each other, which ultimately results in cell death and inflammation. When a person's complement system is uncontrolled, so for example, in a complement-mediated disease, the complement system attacks cells in the body that are critical for overall function. And so while very simplistic in concept, as it's a cascade of events that lead to inflammation and cell death, the complement system is a very complex in that there's a lot of different players or complement proteins that are involved in this cascade. There are multiple ways that the complement system can be started, and we call these initiation pathways, uh, for which there are three of them, but they all converge on this protein C3, which is central to the process of inflammation and cell death. Under normal conditions, this allows our body to maintain health. In diseases where a complement is overactive, this can result in a complement system attacking otherwise healthy cells. Because of its potential to help treat many diseases, Apellus has chosen to focus exclusively on developing drugs that target C3, such as pegcetacopalin. So at Apellus, we focus on diseases where there's the most unmet need. And we also recognize that an overactive complement system underlies a number of diseases. And so taken together, we feel that targeting complement brings a potential treatment option for patients with complement-mediated disease. In addition, we also believe targeting at the level C3 will provide an ability to control both complement-mediated inflammation and cell death that is initiated by any of the initiation pathways and at all levels of the cascade. So we look at C3 as a central component to the complement pathway and a key target for complement-mediated diseases. Pegcetacopalin, which is approved in the U.S. for use in adults with PNH and is also being investigated in clinical studies for multiple other diseases, it binds to this central complement molecule C3 in an effort to stop both cell death and inflammation at all levels of the complement cascade. So overall, reducing the act activity of complement in people living with diseases where there's an uncontrolled complement component, this may lead to cell survival and reduced inflammatory components. To support this, Dr. Baver cites evidence that C3 is elevated in people with ALS, is correlated with ALS scores, and is deposited at the neuromuscular junction in models of ALS. To determine pegcetacopalin's efficacy in ALS, Pellis is currently conducting a phase two trial. Alice Shen, Pellis's senior clinical trial manager, joins us to explain what the trial will look like and what people who'd like to enroll can expect. Uh, the Meridian trial is a randomized double-blind phase two trial um, that is looking to enroll approximately 228 patients. Uh, double-blind means that neither the participant nor the study doctor uh, know who is receiving the active drug or placebo. Our randomization ratio for the study is two to one uh, pegcetacopalin to placebo. Uh, the study has been designed to minimize the burden for participants um, with only 11 total in-clinic visits over the total study duration, which is two years. The key inclusion criteria for the study um, include the diagnosis of sporadic ALS, um, slow vital capacity of greater than or equal to 60% at screening, ALS symptom onset within 72 weeks of screening, the ALS FRSR score of greater than or equal to 30 at screening, and the key uh, exclusion criteria are confirmed or suspected other causes of neuromuscular weaknesses 
or another neurodegenerative disease, valazone initiation or dose change within 30 days of screening, or adaravone initiation or dose change within 60 days of screening, and planned initiation of either of these two drugs during the study participation. Um, we are allowing patients with uh, genetic mutations of ALS. Um, we are excluding familial ALS, and we define that as patients who have uh, a first, uh, a direct relative um, that has ALS. We have approximately 70 sites from all over the world participating in this study. Um, sites are currently in the process of being opened, um, and we have a list of all of the sites listed on our study website at meridiantrial.com. And they're also all listed on the clinicaltrials.gov website. We understand that travel, especially for the ALS community, can be difficult. Therefore, we have contracted the services um, of a travel vendor who can help assist with arranging transportation and lodging for the participants and their caregivers uh, when they're going to clinic visits. Our goal is to minimize the burden that participating in a clinical trial can impose on individuals and their families and, and reduce the barrier for participation. Alice says that the input of people living with ALS, caregivers, and other advocates was considered when designing the trial, and considerations were made to accommodate the unique challenges that come with the disease. As we were designing the trial, we obtained feedback from people living with ALS and their caregivers, um, along with the help of patient advocacy groups on what they liked about our potential design and where the design could be improved. Um, and with their feedback, we optimized our study design by including an open label extension portion of the study. Um, we minimized clinic visits, added remote home assessments, and increased the pegcetacoplin to placebo randomization ratio. So when we were designing the trial, we tried to limit the number of clinic visits required so the participants would not need to go to the clinic significantly more than the frequency of their routine uh, checkups. And one of the reasons we are able to reduce clinic visits is because pegcetacoplin's route of administration is subcutaneous infusion. So with, with subcutaneous infusion, two small needles are inserted into the fatty layer just under the skin, and the drug slowly flows into the body. And the infusion process takes about 30 to 45 minutes, and participants will do this twice a week. Um, the preferred location of the infusion is the abdomen, uh, but it can also be administered in the thigh, upper arm, or upper leg. We provide participants with all the supplies and training they need to perform the infusion at home by themselves or with the help of a loved one or a caregiver. We also provide each participant with a handheld spirometer uh, for them to take home to perform the weekly spirometry measurements. And in addition to the twice per week drug administration and weekly spirometry measurements, there are also monthly telephone check-ins for scale assessments. The Meridian study is currently recruiting at several sites, with more slated to open soon. For more information on how to participate, you can visit Apellis, A-P-E-L-L-I-S.com. You can also find more information about the trial in ALS-TDI's clinical trials database at als.net slash clinical dash trials. Thanks for listening.